people welcome to <coughs> oh gosh another episode of chin check this week we look at ufc boston and also homecoming five crawley Husani. so um yeah let's get into these two events so um <laughs> this week a Friday fight card for the UFC. Yup, that's right. It was UFC on ESPN 6, Reyes v. Weidman. Otherwise, UFC Boston, people. And it took place Friday night from the TD Gardens. Uh, yo, this was a good card. This really was a lot of fun. Um, 13 fights and... I, like for the most part, I think everything, yeah, everything was kind of fun. You know, just thinking of like what was great. I think out of all of the fights, only one was a bit of a meh. You know what I mean? Just a bit of a disappointment. I mean, there was definitely. You know, uh, at least one that didn't go the way that I was hoping. And I had, I had talked about it. I had been like, yo, this is what's going to happen in that fight. Yeah, didn't go to plan. Didn't go to plan. But these things happen, right? But um, yeah, it was a, um, it was a fun lot. Like starting just from the giddy up. You know, from the giddy up, it was really interesting. So the first fight we had um, David Spitz v Tanner Bosa, um, and this was an interesting one, right? Because you looking at them, you'd think Spitz all day, Spitz all day, but yeah, like. I don't know, like, you know, in the first round, it was, you know, they, they were both coming at each other, you know, they were both engaging, which is always a good thing, um, yeah, and, like, exchanging body kicks, but um, Bosa, you know, like, it, it seemed that he started to... Um, he spits his leg. He he was going with the leg kicks. And Spitz wasn't really checking them, which always baffles me because we've seen what happens. So when people don't check the leg kick, I'm just like, like, why? You know what I mean? Like, because you know you're going to be limping. You know it's going to fuck you up. Your legs aren't special. What the fuck, people? Uh, so, yeah. Um, like, I think the big takeaway from that first round was the fact that Spitz wasn't using his range. He had a bigger reach. He's the taller fighter. 
So whether it's punches or kicks, he's got a good range, but just not using it. Um, so yeah, second round starts and Spitz, you know, he's moving forward more. And um, this round, he was landing better. But Bosa, you know what I mean? I think the thing about him was he seemed to have the, the more power in his shots. So he's throwing the heavier shots and he's going to town with those lead kicks, which, uh, you know, you can definitely see they're taking effect. You know, so you, you, you had that. Third round, um, Spitz, he, like, he was always moving forward, always moving forward, but just, I don't know, he, he wasn't throwing enough, he wasn't throwing enough, and he didn't have an urgency about him, because I think it was clear he'd lost the first two. So he had to, you know what I mean, get a, a, a knockout, a submission, some sort of stoppage to win this fight. Or complete dominance to get a 10-8 maybe. To, and then you've got a draw. Yeah, but that means he has to do a lot. And he just didn't. And at the same time, Bosa is... He's landing well. He's moving out of, um, you know, out of damage and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, went to the judges. Bowser gets to win, which you know, I, I, I think, yeah, I, you, you, you'd have thought it might have been different when you saw them both come to the ring. So next up, we got Brendan Allen against Kevin Holland. And Holland took this fight on short notice. Uh, it was meant to be Kevin Eric Spicely, but he had to pull out. Um, so, yeah, th- I think this was an interesting one because they're both big. They were both pretty loose going into it. Like, I think Brendan Allen came out looking to hurt. You mean looking to hurt Holland? He was throwing, he was throwing fast and hard. You know what I mean? Punches, kicks, everything. Um, he he got a takedown. Um, and he he goes for a rear naked choke. Which you're like at first it kind of looked like it was um looked like it was close, but Holland escaped. He got on top and um started to drop elbows. Woo! Yeah. Elbows were you're either good elbows, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, for sure. And um yeah, he's just attacking Alan. Um, now, from there, he he then like there's a scramble. He gets Alan's back, 
and goes for his own rear naked choke, um, which, you know, Allen's able to defend. We got a lot of back and forth. Um, and, um, yeah, then Holland, man, I, th- I think what you noticed was Holland was crazy nonchalant about, um, Alan, like, getting in on him, so getting, like, you know, his back and stuff like that, because I think he, 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 he figures that Alan can't sub him, you know what I mean, he, he's really confident in his ground game, so he's just like, look, you can, you know what I mean, get in on me, it's not gonna work, so I think that was Holland's mindset going into this, so the first round finishes, it was a fun first round, second round starts, and um, they come out exchanging, um, Holland takes Allen down, but Again, like, even with a takedown, Holland is, he's a bit nonchalant with that, you know, so he leaves his neck open, leaves his neck open, and Alan's like, oh, thank you, (laughs) and he goes for a guillotine, goes for a guillotine, doesn't get the guillotine, Um, but, you know, long legs and all of that, so he throws up a triangle, so, Holland, he's able to escape the triangle, but in a, in the scramble, Alan, you know, he gets Holland's back, gets his back, and again, Holland is just so nonchalant about it all, so he, you know, he lets Alan get his arm around his neck, and he's not really, he's not defending it at all, then Alan sinks in a rear naked, obviously, I think everyone knew that's what Alan was going for, you know what I mean, and especially he's won his last, man, I forget how many, I think it's like his last seven fights with a rear naked, something like that, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if that figure is right, but there was a significant number of his last fights, Alan had won with a rear naked choke, so he, yeah, he sinks it in, um, then, yeah, gets it, you know what I mean, just pulls Holland into it, and it's done, because it was well too tight, and, yeah, there was no fight in it, so, yeah, Holland had to tap. But it was, it was just crazy because look, we can see that Holland is good on the ground. His submission defense is very good. But, you know, how, however good your defense is, let's not gift wrap shit for someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's not gift wrap that. <laughs> um... But yeah, so um, that's what happened with that. Uh, so next up, we've got um, Sean Brady against Colt McGee. Man, um, yeah, this was this was uh, you know I think Brady's making his oct- 
Octagon debut. Um, oh, yeah, this was at World Weight. Last fight was at... All right, the first fight was heavyweight. Last fight was at middleweight. Yeah, so Brady v. McGee is at welterweight. Um, and, yeah, Brady comes out. Yeah, he's throwing, man. He's throwing heavy shots. And, um, yeah, doing a lot of fainting. And just pressuring McGee, you know, um, and what you what you see straight away is that Brady has a clear speed advantage. Um, so he he's able to get shots off before McGee can do anything, and you know he can throw a combination before McGee can throw one. And that's helping him a lot, you know. Um, I think it was like towards the end of the round, um, Brady lands a thunderous right and uh, yeah, sits McGee down. I mean, McGee gets up straight away, but you know, it's not good. Like you, you straight there. It's just like okay, McGee's lost that first round. Um, yeah, I think McGee's trying for a takedown, can't land it, and um, you know, I think he he's getting hit with elbows and everything like that. And then when they're back on their feet, yeah, Brady's still just throwing, throwing at McGee. So. It's just not looking good. Not looking good in that first round for call. Uh, second round starts and, um, yeah, Brady's, he, you know, again, he's coming forward. He's pressuring McGee and he's landing, landing good shots as he's doing it. Um, like he gets a takedown. There's no, <laughs> there's no technique about it. It's just straight up strength. Straight up strength and power takes McGee down. Um, but again, McGee gets up straight away pretty much. I think as the round continues, though, McGee, he's pushing forward more. And he's landing. He, you know, he's starting to find he, his range and his rhythm. I think that that was the main thing. It's just finding his rhythm. So, um, yeah, I and I, I think the other thing about it all as well, um, he McGee's not landing big shots. He's just peppering. He's peppering and he's throwing shit out there. But it, it, in doing that, it's disrupting. Um, it's disrupting Brady coming forward So, you know what I mean? If things are looking better But At the end of the round Brady connects with a big I think it was like an overhand, right? Um, so we get to the third round And um, I think McGee knows he has to finish You know? So he is really pressing forward now, um, and and you know he's throwing punches and kicks, and yeah, he 
he's he's really having an effect because we can see that Brady is slowing. Because the thing is, Brady, where, where he's throwing these big power shots, that's big movement. So that's going to tire you. And as McGee, he's not putting full power in, you know, most of the shots and kicks he's throwing. So he's still got energy for days. And, um, yeah, he's moving forward. He's landing. He's peppering. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, McGee wins that third round. And, and you kind of think if it was going longer, I, McGee, yeah, McGee could have possibly changed the result. Who knows? But, yeah, McGee was definitely coming on at the end. But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, Brady, yeah, he takes the win. Brady takes the win because... Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, when you start the way it starts, like, there's not really much else that's left for you. So, um, that was the, you know, last fight on the early prelims. So, now we've got the, um, yeah, the main prelim card has started. And we start off with um, Boston Salmon. Who um, is from Hawaii But His dad did name him After Boston Because he's a big fan of the um, Boston sports teams Which is Man <laughs> Yeah It's just lucky it was Boston And uh, you, you know what I mean He's not a fan of You know uh, another city's franchises because it might not have worked out as well. But yeah, Salmon is fighting a hometown fighter in Randy Costa, who'd been out for a little while. Um, so yeah, we, we you know he's he's made it back, which was all good. Um, so I think. We, like one thing You know the fight starts And you can see that they're both Looking You know they're both coming to win You know so yeah They're, they're trying They're trying to put on a show here um, and, and we're getting to see some good Combinations um, And all of that jazz, You know what I mean Um in an exchange, though, Costa, you know, he lands a real good straight that seems to um, stun and stumble Salmon. Uh, yeah, and um, I think that, that was it. Then he landed another, which does the same so you know what I mean salmon he, he's he's not able but you can see that he's trying to um get his wits about him but he then gets hit again um now you know costa follows that up with you know another like because he's throwing that double double jab out which is, yeah, just doing the trick Like doubling up on the shots is Because I think Costa's expecting like a one-two Something like that But, you know, the double that That's getting him 
So, um, yeah, he, he's rocked. Um, so, yeah, Costa then throws another that puts him, you know, Salmon's now gone down. And he's stunned. He's definitely stunned. But referee's still going, all right, you know, he's still possibility here. And Costa's like, nah, hits him with a, you know what I mean, a double uppercut. And that's it. That is it. All she wrote. Costa gets to win. And, um, you know, I think he kind of, um, yeah, I think the win is probably going to help him. You know, because the bantamweight division is, oh, there's a lot of people vying. So I think a good that good performance kind of opens him up. To uh, you know something, something good going forward. I'd imagine. So next up, we um yeah we go to uh, the hundred and forty five pound division. Uh, we've got Kyle Bochniak against Sean Woodson, and um you know Bochniak he, he like he always seems to come to fight. Always seems to come to fight, and Woodson, he he's coming off a uh, real good performance on the Dana White Contender Series, and God damn it, Woodson is tall for the division, crazy tall. So um, yeah, fight you know the fight starts, and Woodson is really utilizing his just long ass frame. Yeah, so um yeah, he he's just keeping it at range and firing off at Bosniak, uh which is like just disrupting anything Bosniak's trying to do. You know what I mean? Like teats on the knees, it's the you know, the, the kicks, everything like that. It's just frustrating Bosniak. Um like, Bosniak's got good head movement, though. So, he's avoiding a lot of punches. But he's just not able to um, connect with much himself, you know. Um, he gets a takedown, but not able to uh, hold Woodson down, you know. Um, so, Woodson gets up. And lands a, a couple of real good knees, which is definitely something throughout this fight that is problematic to Bosniak, um, Woodson's knees. And, um, yeah, he kind of stumbles Bosniak with a, uh, with a good hook, you know, to, to, um, towards the end of the round, second rounds, and, um, yeah, Woodson is landing well, landing real well. Um, Posniak, you know, he's able to land a good combination against the fence, but you know, Ank Woodson is just 
yeah, he's able to, um, you know, throw up that knee, throw up that knee that kind of, again, it's just problematic, Uh, and then he throws a real good head kick, (laughs) that you kind of think, god damn it, I'm I'm surprised um, Buzniak's able to survive from that. Um, Buzniak, he he's you know he's trying to get a takedown, but it's just not happening, not happening. And um, yeah, Woodson is uh, yeah he's just able to fire off. He he's you know really peppering Bosniak. Um and the third round is. Pretty much much of the same, you know. Um, Bosniak not being able to get in and just getting fired off at. You know, he's trying to taunt Woodson in to a human throwdown fight in the center, but yeah, Woodson's not playing that game and just killing him from from a range, you know. So, um I think that was just a clear decision win for Woodson. Uh, we then have um, Molly McCain against Diana Bellabatita. Um, man, like, McCain is Meatball Molly, which, you know, Meatball, I mean, that's a funny nickname. I think Diana's was, like, Warrior princess I'm always a bit like Yo That's not Like you know Nicknames like that They're just It's kind of cringy You know what I mean Kind of cringy But yeah this was at 125 And um, You know it wasn't a bad fight So yeah, both are really trying to take each other's head off. They, you know what I mean, they're both throwing. Um, Babita, you know, she's landing first, though. I think at the start, you, you know, she's the one landing first in the exchanges. Um, but McCain is able to take her down. She takes her down and then just controls her for the rest of the round, pretty much. Which was, you know, good good fight IQ, really, from McCain there. Um, second round, um, and they're clinching, a lot of clinching against the fence. Babita, she's landing punches and elbows. You know, she's doing good work. But, you know, McCann is able to reverse the position And, um, yeah, you know, just take her down Um, Yeah, I don't know, like I think a problem with it, though, is In trying to take her down, Pepita's grabbing the fence Right, and Blatantly grabbing the fence So the ref uh, And you know Does a good thing here So he um, Yeah Takes a point Takes a point from Babita So That's not good 
that's really not good. Uh, so he then puts them back in the position. Um, and McCain, you know, she, she gets a head and arm, um, you know, choke on. Um, she, uh, you know, they go for, she, like, she goes for the takedown. Um, but pulls Babita on top of her, which isn't good, isn't good at all. She's able to reverse the position, though, and um, lands a lot of ground and pound on her. Uh, so, yeah, that was good, but um, Babita does reverse, and she's able to land on McCain. So it's a closer round, but with the point lost, you think going into the third, yeah, McCain's up too. Um, so, it, you know, there's definitely a um, an intensity in the third round. They're both throwing at each other. Um, McCain is... Um, She's the one pressing forward, though, in the third round. And she, you know, unlike the first round, McCain is landing first here. You know, she is, it's, I think she's bringing in a confidence and her gas tank is good. Like, I think Babita is looking tired. You know, so, um, yes, it's not, it's not going well for her, really. Um, and Babita's just not doing enough work. You know, she's down two rounds, so you'd think, you know, you'd think that she is, um, yeah, gonna really put that pressure on. But, yeah, she, she doesn't. And so, um, yeah, you know, McCain gets the win. Unanimous decision. So that's good for her. So next up we have um, Charles Rosa um, against Manny Bermudez at £145. Um, Bermudez does miss weight though coming into this, which I don't know. Because this ain't the first time Bermudez has, you know what I mean, missed weight. So, uh, you know, I don't know going forward if he's going to be made to um, move up to lightweight. But, yeah, who knows, man. Um, but, so, round starts and, um, yeah, Bermudez comes out. You know, he, he comes out fast, man. Um, he uh, he gets Rosa down and is... Um, yeah, he's, he's firing off. Um, you know what I mean? He's firing off some good ground and pound. Some real good shots. Uh, and, and you're thinking, fuck. Yo, this ain't looking good for Rosa. Um... Yeah, Rosa, he, he's throwing up leg. you know, he's throwing up his legs, you know, trying to get that up kick, 
Uh, but not really landing with anything. Go, he, he, you know, he, he's not really landing anything. Um, you know, Bermudez goes down into the guard. Um, yeah, Rosa, like, he doesn't really look like he's, you know, he, he's, again, he's throwing up the legs. Um, not really in a way that you're like, oh, he's going for a triangle, he's going for, you know, so it all looks a bit like, eh, yo, this ain't looking good, he then, though, gets one leg across um, Bermudez's face, and, um, yeah, so you're like, oh, like, looks like he's going for, and, um, yeah, Bermudez taps. It was really quick. Really quick. Which was very surprising because um yeah, it didn't look like it was a an overly tight armbar. But yeah, it was just must have been the angle or something because yeah, Bermudez taps. So uh yeah, it was a it's a weird fight. It was a weird fight because you're thinking Bermudez is gonna win yeah everything was looking like it's a Bermudez win but Rosa pulls that submission and ain't mad ain't mad because it's always irritating when someone comes in misses weight and then they get the win because there's not really other than say 20% of the purse for the most part there's there's no other downside to it, you know, because you know they move up in the rankings. Do you know what I mean? So it's always a bit like, God damn it, that's irritating. But yeah, no worries because Rosa gets the win. So we now are um, we're now in the main card. Now in the main card, and it's all yeah, all looking good. And they, um, I guess the funny thing is, so the other fighter that missed weight is uh, Darren Wynn, and Darren Wynn against Darren Stewart is the first fight on the main card. Um, so this is meant to be middleweight. Um, but yeah, Wynn, as I said, look, Wynn missed weight. So he's a couple pounds over. Um, and I think... So the fight starts how everyone was expecting it to. Um, Darren Wynn looking for the takedown, you know? Um, like, the first... You know, the, the, the first um, attempt, though... Wasn't a great attempt because he's he, he's trying from real far back, uh, but it does allow him to um, drive Stewart on the fence. So drive him up against the fence, and then he he utilizes that position to take Stewart down. Like Stewart gets up. You know, he pretty much gets up straight away. But he's taken down again. Um, 
Now, from the bottom, Stuart's throwing elbows, you know, and I think one of those elbows cuts Win on the top of the head. Uh, but yeah, you know, like the first round, you, you think Stuart must lose because, uh, yeah, Win's able to take him down a lot, you know. I think you cook him down three, four times. Second round starts, and um, yo, like all rounds start, it's on the feet. And Stewart, man, Stewart is really looking loose. Really looking like being taken down a lot didn't dent his confidence. And so, yeah, he's throwing out that jab and, yeah, just touching Win up, man. Touching him up with that jab. Uh, you know, wind, wind's trying to throw, but yeah, just not, not able to, not able to, and um, yeah, Stuart's using kicks as well. Um, one did hit uh, hit wind in the groin, which was like, ooh, god damn it, it's never a good, ah, oh, always so painful, man. Um, on the restart, though, Wing gets a takedown um, on Stewart. Lands some punches from the ground, but not able to. He's not able to hold Stewart down for long, which is, you know, the problem for Win in this fight. Um, when it gets to the feet, again, Stewart is. Yeah, lighting Win up. You know, he's really taking it to Win on the feet. And um, Win is looking tired. So that whole weight cut situation is really affecting him. And also, I think, because in the first round, he's, um, yeah, just, you know, he was going so hard with the takedowns. It's... um. Yeah, you know, it's affecting his gas tank. Um, so, yeah, Stuart, he's, um, yeah, just, you know, attacking him. And, um, yeah, you know, he gets a takedown. Um, well, Wynn gets a takedown, should I say, on Stuart. But Stuart gets up. And um, again, ends the round landing some real good strikes on uh, on win. Third round starts, and Stewart is clearly the fresher fighter. Clearly the fresher fighter. He's moving forward, and he is landing some real good combinations on win. You know. Um, and what's I think what was surprising as well, Stuart gets a takedown on win. Stuart takes win down, you know? Um there's a scramble, win gets his own takedown on Stuart, but you know, he's not able to hold Stuart down. Uh he does take Stuart down again. At the end of the round. Um, so yeah, this was a um 
It's an interesting one, you know, because clearly Wynn landed a lot of takedowns. Handed a lot of takedowns. Um, so there was some control time there. You know, he did land some shots on, you know, in that, you know, f- from the top. But on the feet, Stewart was clearly the more productive of the two. And, um, yes, Stewart gets a split decision win. Which was interesting. Because, so it was showing that. The judges were thinking just taking someone down isn't enough to, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not enough. You've got to do something exceptional with it. Otherwise, the person, you know, landing the most, yo, that person's probably going to win. So I think that. You know, that gives everyone, you know, else on the card a lot of, um, a lot of, to pay attention to. So next up, we have uh, Macy Barber against Gillian Robertson, 125 pounds. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, I think last week I, I put my money on Gillian Robertson to uh yeah to get this win. Um yeah I was wrong. I was wrong. God damn it. Um I think she, as soon as this fight started you could see that Barber had the, the the more powerful shots. You know she carried like that heavy power. Um which, you know, that's problematic Because Robinson, she's not it, it, It's more an accumulation that she brings And her speed and her, her um, grappling That's her game um, Yes, yeah, so I think uh, There was a real nice move though That um Robinson used because so Macy is throwing at her and Gillian kind of she she goes and it looks like she's pulling Barbara onto her and then she transitions to kind of spin it like it didn't work the move didn't work but what it did do it um got him against the fence you know so she got, uh, you know, a good clinch up against the fence. So it's like, okay, great. Now she can, you know, implement her game. Problem was, it's the power. It's the friggin' power. And so Barber just hits her with some big elbows. Big elbows that stun Robinson. Um, and then... Yeah, she was just relentless and she's like just unloading on Robinson. Referee stops. I will say though, I will say, right? Um so the referee in that fight was Gary Foreman. And like Robinson wasn't out. Robinson, you know, she clearly had been stunned. <laughs> 
But I, you kind of feel that it was, a, a, I'd say it was a bit of an early stoppage. You know, because there was other, there's other fights where people, um, you know, take a lot, you know, they were allowed to take a lot more and the fight went on, you know. So, yeah, that was a shame. I'd say that was a shame, but it's a good win for Barber, you know what I mean? Good win for Barber and... She's really wanting that Paige Van Sant fight. So, uh, yeah, afterwards, she calls out Paige. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I do believe Van Sant is still injured. So, um, yeah, who knows what's going to happen on uh, on that front. So then we've got Joe Lozon against Jonathan Pierce. So that's a um, lightweight. Lozon, again, hometown fighter. And, um, you know, Pierce, good performance on Dana White's Contender Series. So, yeah, so this was um, interesting. You know, you think, all right, this could be a good fight because Lozon, man, he, he's a good fighter. But, yeah, he, he's definitely coming to the end. Definitely coming to the end. So, um, they meet in the middle. You know what I mean? Meet in the middle of the cage. And, um, yo, you can see straight out the gate, Lozon's got a fire to him. Because he just pushes Pierce back. Pushes him back. And, um, yeah, goes for it. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, yo, I own this octagon. That's what he's saying. So, yeah, he pushes him back. Pierce stumbles. And Lozon unloads with some combos. You know, Pierce tries to get in some kicks. But, yo, it gets countered. And, um, yeah, gets gets countered. And Lozon lands a straight left that stuns him. Then, um, yeah, Lozon follows that up. With, um, <laughs> oh man, just punches Just, lo- oh man, it was ferocious uh, he, he he goes forward with a body lock Takes, um, takes Pierce down Lands in the mount uh, In the scramble He, uh, gets Pierce's back and is is able to get like this half Nelson on him. So, yeah, P- Pierce just couldn't defend himself. Couldn't defend and just took so many punches to the face. So many punches to the face. Referee had to stop it because Pierce just wasn't going to be able to get out. Wasn't going to be able to get out. His shoulder is getting... Oh, man, his shoulder is get, must be getting ripped to shreds. Ripped to shreds. And, uh, yeah. Whew. Man, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, Lozon, great victory, man. A great victory for him, you know. He's uncertain if he's going to retire or not. But, um, yeah, I don't know. 
it seems that Dana does want him to, so we'll see what happens with that. Next up, we're back at heavyweight. We've got um, Greg Hardy against Ben Sassoli. So um, Hardy, like uh, Diana um, Belbita, he's got a cringy persona. Like I think he's is the Prince of War, which is just like ah. God damn it, man. Gurid, like for someone who's trying to uh, work on their image, like not the nickname to go with. And you kind of feel that he gave it to himself. You know what I mean? When people have those sort of nicknames, you kind of feel, all right, they gave themselves that nickname. Sasoli's nickname, though, um, Combat Wombat. <laughs> now that's a great nickname. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> but um alright, so with this fight, it, it you know, we pretty much saw how it was going from the first round because such a huge difference between the two. Like Hardy was so much taller than Sasoli and just bigger. Just bigger than you know. What I mean? Um, now, uh, it, it's kind of an odd one, because, uh, one, a big difference in this fight to a lot of Hardy's fights is the opponent usually looks intimidated, Sasoli was not intimidated at all, you know what I mean, at all, and so, He's moving forward, you know, he's he's trying to land on Hardy. Uh, problem is, I think Sasoli was just throwing single shots. So he's throwing a single overhand at Hardy, um, which he landed sometimes, but not all the time. Um, now, when he was landing was when he was throwing you know, a combination, so you throw a hook, then the overhand, landed those shots, um, now Hardy is, he's moving back a lot, throwing some leg kicks, so Soli didn't check one, ate them all, but yeah, didn't seem fucked at the end, which was crazy, um, but yeah, so Hardy's throwing leg kicks, and he's throwing out some jabs and stuff like that. So he, he's landing some big shots on Sasoli. So, you know what I mean? Uh, big shots. And they look like big shots. But I'd say Sasoli probably landed the most punches. Probably landed the most. And he's moving forward. So it's a bit, it was always going to be a bit of a weird one Because technically you kind of would feel that Sasoli could have won But I think the problem for Sasoli was he's throwing single punches Hardy's throwing the stuff that looks more impressive You know what I mean? He's throwing the stuff that looks more impressive um, So yeah, Hardy gets the win Now where this fight goes weird is, and I so I think it's between, oh, I can't remember if it's between the first and second, or if it was the second and third, but in the corner, Hardy uses his inhaler, 
which, yeah, that's not allowed. That's not allowed. So, um, obviously, yeah, this fight got overturned and made a no contest. It was just so odd. It was just so odd. Because at first he's like, oh, can I have my inhaler? And then you hear someone go, wait, are you allowed? And Hardy's just like, yeah, it's commission approved. And he's like, oh, okay. And so they give him the inhaler. Which is just like, oh, it's just the best. Like, straight away, everyone's just like, what the fuck? Like, they try to speak to, so it was um Dan Hardy, uh, Dominic Cruz, and, um, um, no, sorry, uh, not, ah, uh, God, I'm an idiot, sorry, it was Dominic Cruz, Daniel Cormier, and John Anik, and, um, yeah, they tried to speak to, uh, um, the guy at the UFC, uh, something Chrysler, or something like that, um, who handles a lot of the stuff with the commission, yeah, he wasn't looking to talk, it was such a shit show, man, so, yeah, that was so weird, just so friggin' weird, uh, but, man, next was the co-main event, and, you know, a fight we've been waiting for, it's Yaya you know, Rodriguez against Jeremy Stevens. you know what I mean, the, the rescheduled fight from UFC Mexico, 145 pounds, uh, but the only problem was, because it's co-main event, it's three rounds. Three rounds, not five. So I think the consensus was three rounds probably favours Rodriguez over Stevens. But it was just like, all right, let's see. Let's see what happens here. And, um, man, so straight out the gate, Rodriguez comes with like a flying kick. Which just kind of, Stevens moves out the way, just grazes him. Just grazes him. Um, uh, but, yeah, Rodriguez is using his length, you know, to attack with this kicks. Just throwing a lot of kicks at Stevens. Um, when close, Stevens is, you know, trying to catch Rodriguez, but it's just hard to get in close. And Rodriguez, you know, he's he, he's he's moving back a lot. You know, he, he you know, he's not wanting to engage like that. Second round, and um, because yeah, Rodriguez is throwing a lot of kicks to you know, what I mean, the midsection, a lot of kicks to the midsection, and um. Yeah, he he catches um, Stevens with a kick in the gut. I don't know if it's if it was just straight up the gut. It might have hit him in the liver a bit, but god damn it, you just see Stevens just fold from the kick, just fold from the kick. He goes down. Rodriguez jumps on top of him. And starts to unload. Starts to unload, man. You know what I mean? It, it's, it was crazy. It really was crazy. Um, but 
Stevens is, he's always moving because he knows that if he stays in one position, referee's probably going to stop the fight. So he's moving a lot to ensure that during it looks like he is trying. And in it doing that, he, he's trying to give himself enough time to, um, yeah, sort himself out. Uh, yeah, but you know, he, he does weather it, and, um, yeah, gets to the feet, and he's landing, like, you know what I mean, he's like, fuck, and so he's really coming after Rodriguez, and just landing, does take him down, yeah, he does take Rodriguez down, which is was a very interesting. You know, because you think at the beginning of the round it was all Rodriguez. At the finish, Stevens is coming back hard, and I think a thing like a problem was when Yaya jumped on um, Stevens to try and take him out. First of all, he just blew his wad, blew his wad, man. Secondly, he's. He's throwing these wit like the way he's punching, the way he's trying to drop punches on Stevens. It's like you know what I mean when a little kid gets mad at you, and comes and tries to attack you. You know what I mean just throwing those stupid ass like ah, and you think if if R- Rodriguez had kind of just thought about the shots, you know what I mean not just gone crazy. Uh, And just pinpoint, boom, and just dropped punches and elbows like that He's probably stopping that fight But because he's just throwing these really light-looking hammer fists Obviously, they're not, it's not going to be pleasant But he's throwing these quick kind of hammer fists So it's more, um... You mean the amount of rather than the intensity. So, yeah, if he was throwing stuff with more intention, he's probably stopping that fight. But, yeah, he didn't and he wore himself out. So, third round and, um, man, Stevens is coming for Rodriguez. You know, he, he's, he's, got his, uh, he's got his wind back. And, um, yeah, he's coming hard He he gets, um, Yaya Yaya, I don't know why Yeah, I say his name wrong all the time Takes Rodriguez down And controls him from the bottom Landing some good ground and pound You know, so he owns that third round Only problem is is You know, it's harder Because he doesn't, um he, you know, he doesn't sit up. He's landing the ground and pound really from a lower position. So punches aren't going to carry enough to really stop the fight. Ah, uh, so yeah. Yeah, you, you just think if this was five, this was five rounds, man. Ah, uh, Stevens is, man, you kind of feel Stevens is taking it on five. You know, but it's not the way. What was nice though, that they, um, yeah, it seems like they buried the hatchet after that fight. So that was a good look. 
Then we get the main event. Chris Weidman against Dominic Reyes. And Weidman's first fight as a light heavyweight. So, yeah, it was a bit like, ooh, the winner of this fight is probably going to position themselves to, um, yeah, maybe challenge John Jones. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so Reyes comes out with with some good crisp kicks. You know what I mean? So good crisp, good crisp kicks, which back Weidman up. Weidman, um, man, Weidman does a nice little move. He times a kick, and then you know what I mean he moves in to the side. Then he comes in for the takedown on Reyes. Um. Uh, so he gets Reyes, but he's um you know he gets him down, but he gets up straight away pretty much. Uh, then um so Weidman is you know what I mean he's on Reyes. But Reyes is kind of using the fence. At first, you're looking at it, it's just like, what the fuck is Reyes doing? Because he's like going up and down, up and down. But he's using the fence to kind of grate Weidman's hands, which oh, can't have been good. But then when you see Reyes' back, yo, it can't have been good for him either because his back looks raw, you know what I mean? But yeah, so he's using that to um, just stop Weidman from taking him down. Uh, so they eventually separate, and um, Weidman, you know, he throws he throws some punches. But as as Reyes backs up, you know, Weidman, he he kind of. Stretches forward to land again And um, Reyes catches him With a uh, With a left With a straight left Catches Weidman on the chin Oh It was such a pinpoint shot You know what I mean So catches Weidman on the chin Puts him down um, and and Weidman is throwing up his legs to try and keep Reyes at bay, but Reyes, being so tall, he kind of holds the legs and then just kind of uh, leans back a bit, and then just lands three hammer fists, three hammer fists, and Weidman's out. Weidman is out. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. It was, man, it was quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. First round finish. Dominic Reyes gets the win. Calls out John Jones. So, yeah, we will see what happens. We will see what happens. But, um, so, yeah, the, the, the bonuses... Go to um, Charles Rosa. He gets a bonus for um, arm barring Manny Bermudez. 
Dominic Reyes obviously gets a bonus for um stopping Weidman and then fight of the night. Which you feel, yeah, that it was a it was a great fight. Rodriguez against Stevens. So yeah, that that was that. And oh, man, because one thing that is so irritating, people that call for bonuses. So Brendan Allen called for a bonus. I think Sean Brady called for a bonus. Um, yeah, I think like Randy Costa called for a bonus. I think Sean Woodson called for a bonus as well. And you don't get a bonus if you call for it. On the odd occasion, it does happen. And that's because that fight was so good. But for the most part, If you're calling for a bonus, it is not happening. Ain't happening. But I also want to point out as well, the, um, there's who refed, uh, I think it was, um, Kevin McDonald refed the Rodriguez-Stevens fight. And he let that fight Go on, man. You know what I mean? Because, as I said, Stevens was taking a lot of shots. So you wonder, if, if he was refing the Barbar Robinson fight, you kind of wonder if, yeah, he would have given Robinson a bit more time. But, um, yeah, you know, it is what it is, people. It is what it is. But, yeah, was definitely a fun-ass card. Definitely a fun ass card. And um yeah, nice to do it on a Friday night. You know what I mean? Friday night, re-up the weekend, rest of the weekend. Uh so next week it is um it's uh, a fight night, and we've got Damian Meyer against Ben Askren from Singapore. So I kind of feel this is going to be an early morning fight card. So, uh, yeah, that will be cool. Saturday morning, start the day with some with some good fights. So yeah, we got Damian Meyer against Ben Askren as the main event. Michael Johnson dropping back down to well, coming back up to lightweight, fighting Stevie Ray in the co-main event. So that will be fun. Oh. <laughs> Frank Camacho against Benal Deralouche. That's also on the card. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And there's some good fights on this card, people. Some good fights on this card. So definitely looking forward to that. Randa Marcos against Ashley Yoda. That should be good. Um, Yeah, Alex White. Against Raphael Fizes, Sergey Pavlovich against Morris Green. Ah, oh, man, we got some good fights. So yeah, it's all about Singapore next week. So we'll have those for you, man. And um, yeah, it's gonna be looking around, seeing what else is happening this weekend. See what other fights we can watch. But uh, yeah, next week, chin check. Come check us, aight? Cool. Okay, people, so another event that was taking place this 
you know, past weekend was um, Homecoming 5, Crowley versus Husseini. Um, and, you know, this was the the big event um, that was kind of headlined by Cody Crawley, who also kind of, um, it was his event as well. You know, so that was, it was taking place in his hometown. He was calling the event Going Global because it was airing on UFC Fight Pass. And he, he was like, this is the event that will propel me to the masses. You know what I mean? So everyone would know his name. Um, because I think he had a, like a 17 and 0 record. You know what I mean? So decent record. It's fought decent people. Uh, and so I thought I'd check it out. Uh, now the thing was, okay, so he seemed like, yeah, he was skilled. He seemed like a good fighter and everything like that. But his opponent, <laughs> his opponent, Mian Hassanin, didn't engage. I think. He he threw. I think it was just the last round, really, where he seemed to want to throw. But even then, it wasn't really anything of substance. You know, so he was happy to be backed up onto the onto the ropes and just, you know. Shell up while your opponent throws punches at you. That's essentially what happened every round. Um, so it was it was difficult for Cody to kind of just look any way. You know, as if your opponent's not doing anything. And this dude had a, a, a I think it was a seventeen and one record. Yo, know, so it wasn't like oh he he. Cody had just picked someone, some can to fight. It was someone with a parable record. You know what I mean? Like, and this dude had fought one extra fight than him. You know, so 17 and 1. It's not bad. You'd expect the dude to be wanting to, um, yeah, do something. Especially, you've come, come to a cat's hometown He's talking about he's going to use this as a, a springboard. You'd think anyone would be like, yo, I'm going to upset this motherfucker. I'm going to show him up on their big night. But no, wasn't the case. Um, I would say there was probably times when Cody probably... I think he crowded his own work at times, you know? So possibly if he had just backed to the centre and made Hassani come off the ropes, that would have been more of a benefit to him. Um, yeah, because when he was shielded up against the ropes, yeah, like what can you really do? You know, he did kind of, kind of vary, throw to the body, throw to the air, you know, but. Yeah, I think he got in a bit too close. So now your punches aren't going to have as much power because you've not given yourself the room to actually strike. 
So that was the only kind of thing I would have, I'd say from that. But yeah, his stamina held up. Everything looked fine. But yeah, he just needs better opponents. Someone that actually wants to engage. Um, and look, when I say engage, it doesn't have to be, you know, he's standing on a penny, just throwing. You know what I mean? It, it, there can be sensible engagement. But yeah, Hassanin just didn't want to engage at all. I mean, if you looked at the amount of punches he threw, <sighs> you know, I'd be surprised if it was 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was that bad. That bad, but um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see who, um, you know, Cody Crawley fights next, and um, if this whole fight pass deal stays, but yeah, I don't know, we'll see what happens on that front, eh? Right, okay, people, so. There's not a whole lot of news this week You know what I mean? There's not a whole lot of new bouts or anything like that That have been announced um, <clears throat> So everyone seems to be bickering Tyrone Woodley calling gasoline names John Jones calling all the light heavyweight names People can't decide on anything like Paige Van Sant has just called out all the 125 and 115 ladies apart from Macy Barber she doesn't want to reward Barber for her bad conduct um so yeah there's, there's all of that shit going on um so Greg Hardy coming off Ugh, the whole inhaler stupidness So, I think a big problem with that Is Hardy trying to come off as a victim Look, yes, it's an inhaler But this isn't your first fight in the UFC So, you understand the whole procedure Going into the fights, right? And we haven't seen you with the inhaler in any of your other fights You know what I mean So Obviously You weren't allowed the inhaler In any of your other fights So Don't act like this is all a big shock Yes it's an inhaler It's not performance enhancing drugs But You fucked up too Do you know what I mean You understand the rules Yeah so Yeah it's an inhaler and all of that But there are rules You broke them But who else have we seen With an inhaler in fights But Alright, we've gone past that But um Junior DeSantos Is meant to fight Um <clears throat> Greg Hardy No, sorry, Junior DeSantos Is meant to fight Alexander Volkar Um In uh Moscow De Santos is injured Has some sort of leg infection That doesn't look good uh, So <clears throat> Greg Hardy has um, 
agreed to step in to the fight which takes place on the 9th of November so I think that's 16 days away so um yeah and I don't really see that as an issue because Harty is so new to his career and he's so you know he needs to pick up fight time um you know which will help with his fight IQ and everything like that so he didn't get banged up in the last fight so yeah that should be fine you know and it will really is a huge jump up in quality so it will give us a bit more information on where Hardy is you know on his takedown defense and stuff like that um other news so Claudia Gadella is was meant to fight Cynthia Calvello at UFC on ESPN 7 uh, which was um, <clears throat> taking place on the 7th of December in Washington uh, Gadelia had to um, pull out because of an ankle injury that doesn't seem to be healing but all is good because Marina Rodriguez has stepped in uh, to replace her uh, Should be a good fight Rodriguez She is undefeated in the UFC so far She's had three fights She drew against Randa Marcos She um, beat Jessica Algar And she um, beat Tisha Torres in her last fight So um, yeah This should be fun My money is on Cynthia Because she is Crazy good But um, yeah We will see um, We'll see what happens Come uh, December You know what I mean <clears throat> So um, this is the card That's headlined by Alistair Overeem v Walt Harris So yeah looking forward to that one And uh, yeah I think that is it Because <clears throat> I can't talk Any longer So yeah we are out back next Back next uh, Wednesday uh, With the Singapore card And um, whatever else is happening Alright people Peace